welcome to episode 39 of Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust, a First Geek 411 podcast series. I'm Corey, and uh, I'm still here with these two, Carrie and Deanna. Guess what, guys? I'm Corey hates here. Frozen. I don't hate Frozen. <laughs> you all heard the thing. I just don't think it's as good as the first one. Which she hates! Please. <laughs> We're trying. You can't put this around. around. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> oh no. Ugh. Anyway, it's not working. Everyone knows I love Frozen. Mm. In fact, I don't like Frozen too as much as Frozen. Unlike some people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not talking about that today. <laughs> we're not. We talked about that last time. But we are yeah. talking about sequels. What yes. segue? Yeah. We are going to talk about sequels, but first, if you want to talk to us about this or, you know, talk to Carrie about how she hates Frozen or how I actually like Frozen so much that Frozen 2 couldn't measure up, you can find us on Facebook at Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust Podcast or shoot us an email at firstgeek411 at gmail.com. You can tweet at FTPD underscore podcast or you could tweet at Carrie about uh, how much she hates Frozen at at sparkle underscore fist. <laughs> no, you can't, because if you come at me, you can get to stepping. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I am at spilled X water, Indiana. <laughs> is at Deanna790. I can talk over Deanna. No. Um, oh, take. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Come find us. Talk to us about Frozen <laughs> or anything else. Today we're talking about some sequels, like our feature film, Tarzan 2. And then we're going to go through some of the news. And uh, then we're going to finally rank our top four favorite sequels, Disney sequels of all time. This will not include Frozen 2 because we all wanted time to think about it. We did. It hasn't had time to settle, and I did kind of pick the list before Frozen came out. And Corey hates it. <laughs> so, our feature film this week is Tarzan 2. We actually all got together and watched it, so uh, this is a little different for us. Yeah. Um, Nearly a month ago, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh my and gosh. It's I gotta say, after waiting so long to record this... Makes me realize how forgettable this movie was. (laughs) So forgettable. Like, even just now, I said there's only one thing I want to say, really. Um, All right, well, let me go through my summary real quick. Yeah, go go for it. it. Jog our memories. Yes. (laughs) So, as Tarzan is growing up with Kala, his new mom, he struggles to fit in and keep up with the troop. He and Turk play games involving the mythical monster, the Zoogor, which will definitely not come back later in the movie. (laughs) As the band of gorillas led by Kerchak is traveling, Tarzan is once again unable to keep up and falls down a ravine. Kala is unable to reach him and is devastated when he falls, expectedly to his death. Tarzan is actually able to save himself, but he overhears other gorillas saying it was probably for the best that he had died. So he runs away. After running away, Tarzan makes his way to the Dark Mountain, where he is found by two gorilla brothers and their controlling mother, Mama Gunda. They tell him that they can't leave because they're trapped by the Zugor. Tarzan finds out by accident that the Zugor is actually a solitary silverback who pretends to be a monster to defend himself. He agrees not to tell anyone that, you know, the mythical Zugor monster isn't real if Zugor will let him stay and will help him find out what he is. 
After a long series of weird tests, they come to the overwhelmingly corny conclusion that Tarzan is not an ape and is, in fact, a Tarzan. Hmm. Which, for some reason, Tarzan is okay with now. Um, but this happens just as Kala is finding out that Tarzan did not die and comes to find her boy. Zugor marries Mama Gunda for some reason. She mentioned she wanted a silverback. She yeah, did. We she all did. went, oh. Yeah. She found one. I don't know. It was weird. It was yeah. very sudden. And we knew it was coming because she'd said she was looking for a silverback, but it was like, eh. Really? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, anyway uh, so that's Tarzan 2. It wasn't as bad as I expected. The animation was actually quite decent for a straight-to-video sequel. And uh, actually, mm-hmm. this film, uh, it won a DVD-X award for the best original score in a DVD premiere movie. Okay, but the score was done by Phil the Collins. same man who went yeah. way too hard on the first one. Yeah, it, so... was not, it was not anything compared to the original, but it was still Phil Collins. Well, the reason why mm-hmm. it was so good is because it was almost ripped straight from the original. Yeah. It, they had just, just so many callbacks to the original, and the original is... He went yeah. so hard for us. <laughs> but that was one of the uh, one of the bits of trivia that I had. And another is that um, Kala tickles Tarzan's toes the way he tickles Jane's toes in the original, which was kind of cute. Aww. I forgot that. And uh, Glenn Close and Lance Henriksen were the only two to reprise their original roles as Kala and Kerchak. Good for them. So, yeah, that's kind of yeah. all the trivia I had. Uh, Carrie... Anything to start us off with about this movie? So this movie, the whole plot is trying to identify what he is. And the climax is as, you're a Tarzan! And he so loves it. And so at the end, he's talking to Kala about what he learned. And she goes, so you learned that you left because you're trying to figure out what you were. And then you found out that you're yourself. And that's what is okay and he goes it doesn't matter i'm like then what is the point <laughs> of this movie what it doesn't matter the entire identity the entire journey that this movie is about where you're trying to identify yourself and become okay with who you are it doesn't matter anymore <laughs> i also I'm thought it was kind of weird what like they're picking these names, right? So Tarzan is probably either a gorilla name or a gorilla word for something. And like, they're like, it's you're a Tarzan. A- it's probably a gorilla thing already. It is such a cop out because honestly, Look. this movie could have a deep moral to it about ident- being okay with who you are and maybe you are different, but that's okay. Like they really could have dug that in and hit hard. I mean, we just had a movie that was a great sequel that was kind of about finding yourself and accepting yourself, which Corey hated it. And, <laughs> um, and this movie was just so dumb whenever it could have been wonderful. And just the whole idea of a, it doesn't matter because you already bought the movie, kids. And so we got our we money. We couldn't think of a like, reason. It's so phoned in, and I'm so upset because honestly, this could have been a good idea for a plot. And just thought, it doesn't matter, Mom. I'm like, then why did you run away? 
<laughs> and I feel like now we have so many like good examples of like family films that have like good plots and like character development and stuff. That's when when you watch one of these straight to VHS things, you're just like, wow, it could have been so simple to just make it decent, but they just kind of were like, no one's gonna notice. We've like kind of made the scripts like like if they crappy, notice, but... it's okay. They already bought it to watch it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's honestly what it is. That's why all of the direct to not all, sorry, I should not say that. Why many or most of the direct to video sequels suck. They're so terrible. I think it's because Disney was coming out of the dark ages and they were like, people like us again. Mm -hmm. Oh, people like us. Let's cash in straight to video. Yeah, this is great. And they made so much money off of it. And now they're stuck because they can't make sequels of some of their best classics from the from the Renaissance. Yeah. Because we already have them and they're terrible. So they're stuck. And so I'm really glad we have things now like Frozen 2 and they've confirmed a Zootopia 2 and a Moana 2. And I'm like, yes, I'm fine with them making sequels of their original content because they're going to do it anyway. They may as well make it good. Mm -hmm. And yep. I think that's all I need to say. <laughs> yeah, because then you can make box office dollars along with like, I don't think they dollars. knew they could. I did. Yeah. I do not think they thought that they could. Probably like, what well, can we get out quick that the parents are going to buy? Yes, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. At least they tried on this one. They tried a little. I mean, like, they, they tried a little more little. than others. They got, you know, they at least got Phil Collins back. And, you know, the animation was not terrible. But, I mean, the same could be said. Well, I don't want to just, like, go through and name all the sequels because some of them might come up, like, in our... Um... I don't want to say they didn't try at all. I'm just... Okay, compared to... One that will definitely not be on anyone's list, The Hunchback of Notre Dame 2. Oh my gosh. This was amazing. Yes. Okay. And compared to like Mulan 2. Yeah. Which they did get back the voice yeah, actors for that. That won't be that on anyone's list. If mm. it is, we're not friends. <laughs> or Cinderella 2. I mean, Cinderella 3 is the bomb, but Cinderella know. 2 is pretty bad. Um, but there are some great mediocre ones out there that they did try some, but they could have tried harder. Mm. Anyway, but we're not going to talk about those just in case they get on anybody's list. Yeah. yeah. No. If it, <laughs> if it is, we're not friends and the podcast's over. It's yeah. it's not good. <laughs> it's like, I thought we were friends, but you put this on your list. No movie that destroys... I can't follow. I can't trust you. We can't, it, it can't be because any movie that completely just decimates Captain Lee or General, I suppose, Lee Shang's character that much cannot be on anybody's favorite. You can't sit with us. You can't, you can't. <laughs> anyway. you podcast with us. Anyway, Deanna, do you have any thoughts about mm -hmm. this movie? Um, I mean, kind of generally the same. It was it was cute. It wasn't like the worst sequel I've ever seen. Um, it had some cute ideas. Um, but yeah, it was just very like predictable and like samey to like some other straight to vhs stuff it's like we just kind of put minimal effort into this um but yeah it it is what it is it's a straight to vhs sequel um but again not the worst one i've seen um, actually um i'll have yeah. you know this was a straight to dvd sequel oh that's so <laughs> DVD. much better <laughs> I feel like they started as VHSs, so that's why it's like straight to VHS because that's when they started doing that. But I'm just yes, it was because a, the uh, because they won that award for the out. for the speaker or for the um, score. Excuse me. 
Yeah, because the original Tarzan came out like late um, 1990s, so that's when like all the DVD stuff was switching over. But yeah, um, I kind of agree. It wasn't painful to watch. It was okay. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we had other things that we were doing that made it less painful. It's we're true. hanging out. And it yeah. was a lot more fun when you have friends and you can kind of laugh at certain things together, mm-hmm. but... Kind of heckle it together. Yeah. Little, yeah. All in all, it wasn't painful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I guess that's all <laughs> we have to say about that. Yeah, I figured it'd be a short type. Yeah. It's like, yep, yeah. it is what it is. We didn't hate it. <laughs> we didn't hate it. Yeah. So, um, moving forward to our Newsies banner, Frozen 2 is now the highest all-time opening for an animated film worldwide. Dang! You were ready right? for it. It is a smash success. Add that trophy to your trophy case. Disney. So, it's it's poised to be their sixth billion dollar film for the year. Wow. Yeah. Doing good. So... Doing Gotta pay for well. them park upgrades. <laughs> yeah. Especially on those dresses! Oh, yeah, okay, yes. guys. Those dresses are terrible. The park Anna and Elsa new dresses. Ooh. Frozen 2 dress. Yeah, they're, their costumes As a good. cosplayer, somebody who is an amateur costume maker, I'm really insulted. Because if I had as much time and money as the people that they could hire, what? Like, as, as Disney, they could hire somebody with... Mm-hmm. I, I just I can't I yeah. I'm so angry they're so bad <laughs> yeah it's just yeah lackluster but uh yeah so that's pretty cool um also Bob Iger the Disney CEO is going to be inducted into the Television Academy Hall of Fame so congrats Bob yeah well done congratulations good job Bob <laughs> <laughs> I saw something recently where they uh referred to Robert Iger and I went Ooh, I was Robert Iger. Yes, we were listening to another <laughs> podcast, and I thought the same thing. It was like Robert Iger. Oh, Bob. Bob. <laughs> the few like Roberts I know actually go by Robert, not Bob. So I'm like, who's like Robert? It's like a separate name. I forget that Bob's short for that. And like, see, what? the opposite thing happens to me when people are doing our, when people are doing interviews about Robert Downey Jr. Some people actually call him Bob, and they go Bob Downey. I'm like, who the heck is that? Are y'all, uh, like, friends? <laughs> well, yeah, apparently, you know him? apparently it's, like, people who are just talking about him who are friends with him, and they'll say Bob, and I'm like, who is that? And then I'm like, oh, right, I'm reading an article about RDJ. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, the other bit of cool news as for this week is that um, by the time you're hearing this, there will be a new Mulan trailer out. It's coming out December 5th. As of recording, yeah. we haven't seen it yet. It doesn't come out yet, but... You can see it. Go check it out right now. Hey. Yeah, we're recording on the 4th, so it's coming out tomorrow. We'll see it tomorrow, and we'll I'm sure we'll post something on our page about it. But Yeah, most likely. I'm not excited for it or anything. <laughs> this yeah. is my lying voice. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get some new clues as to like what they're including. Or like yeah, there's a... What um, it's going to be like. There's a new poster out right now, but it's kind of not special, and I, I want to see the trailer. Yeah. It's kind of just like a photo shoot yeah, picture. Exactly. It's not anything it's revealing. Not an art print. <laughs> exactly. And uh, the last thing, which is kind of personal, um, 
those who know me might know this. I have a deep and abiding love of Togo the Sled Dog, and Disney is coming out with a Togo movie for Disney Plus on December 20th. I am Soon. stoked. So, who? very, very... Don't even. <laughs> Togo was a saint. He was a saint. You're right. All right. So those of us kids who grew up in the 90s and only watched Balto, could you clear up, clear the air for okay. us? Everything so in is 1925, we're going to head back to 1925, the Nome Serum Run. So there was an epidemic in Nome, Alaska, and they needed to get this serum to Nome. But the only way they could get it there with the terrible weather and inaccessible roads and everything was by uh, sled dog teams. And it was called, I think, like the Mercy Run. And they had a mm -hmm. basically a relay of sled dog teams set up to transport this serum to Nome. And it was like a huge relay. There were several teams and they were supposed to, you know, that one would take the, the serum and then pass it to the next team who would take the next leg of the journey. And the dog that ran the serum into Nome, Alaska was Balto How of Disney fame. However, that glory hound. Mm -hmm. <laughs> However, what studio made Balto? Was it, it was Fox. Warner Brothers. It was Fox. Um, however, the dog that ran the longest and most difficult trek of the serum run was a dog named Togo. He was twelve years old at the time, which is just elderly for a sled dog, and he ran the longest and most difficult part of the um, relay. Now, Balto is Universal. Oh, you're right. I was, I was actually Googling it right now. I thought it was Fox, but you're right. It's Universal. I pulled it up on okay. my phone, too. <laughs> Side note, continue, Corey. But um, Balto got most of the credit because he was the dog that ran into Gnome. And a little fun and upsetting fact about that is Balto's musher was actually not supposed to be the final leg of the journey. He bypassed the last team just so they could be the ones to run the serum into Gnome and get all the glory. Glory hound! yeah now he his, well, the dog didn't do it he just pulled yeah the it wasn't his fault he was a good boy still but okay that's fair and it looks like from this trailer which we'll link in the show notes um they're pretty well keeping to togo's story togo was a dog that was um bred to be a sled dog but he was too small and they said he was too um rambunctious he was a troublemaker hmm. they um in fact um Sapala, the musher who was um, Togo's owner, gave him away at one point. Um, I think he said he was about six months or something. He gave him away to be a pet because he said he wouldn't be a good sled dog. And he mm -hmm. jumped through a glass window and uh, from the woman that he was given to. I think it was a woman. At least it is in the movie. And uh, ran back to Sapala's house. That's the exact, <laughs> that's an exact scene out of White Fang. Well, that hmm. is what happened with Togo. But after that, Togo continued, London, continued to be <laughs> basically a menace. And they said he would run behind the sled dog teams when Zapala was taking the other dogs out. Um, and he would try to yank the other dogs off to play with him. And he would uh, try to get them to go chase reindeer with him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just basically a giant troublemaker. To the point where Sapala um, just needed him to leave the other dogs alone and stop causing trouble. So he put him in harness just to try and, you know, control him. And he said he instantly calmed down. He was like a born sled dog. Aww. Aww. 
So Puppy. he was an amazing sled dog, and he had already been the lead dog for seven years by the time the uh, the serum run happened, and he was twelve, which is very old, like I said, for a sled dog at the time. And basically, to- fit old old man. Yeah, Togo was <laughs> the best. I'm sorry if I'm rambling about Togo, but I love him. I mean, oh. it's fine. Tarzan segment was short. I didn't know about it, and I read like like Wikipedia about it. I was like, "This is awesome! I love this story." Somebody somebody posted a thing on Facebook recently, and they're like, "Balto did not run the do like the Mercy Run and bring all of those vaccines to Nome, Alaska. If he did not vaccine your children, I said, you're right, he didn't." <laughs> and <laughs> Lots like, of dogs. And I was like, Togo was, did." It was like antitoxin anyway, but still. Yeah, but yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, still, there, there was so much wrong with that post, but the, what I focused on was the Balto thing. Yeah. But yeah, Togo, he the is... Dogs work hard for these. I literally <laughs> asked for only one book on my Christmas list. It's called The Cruelest Miles. It's about the 1925 serum run, and I expect yeah. to read a lot about Togo. <laughs> it's just fascinating that, like, oh, look, we're making a movie, and it's coming out in, like, a few weeks. It's coming out the same weekend as Star Wars. So we'll have to figure out how to so we'll review Star, Star Wars, Wars and then review <laughs> Togo. Obviously Togo. I'm seeing Star Wars opening night. But <laughs> I mean, we can do Star them. Wars will have to wait. We'll review Togo. We just, we'll review it a month after it comes out. Or we can go crazy and we <laughs> could just like record two episodes in a day. <laughs> we'll have to see. In silence. Okay, continuing <laughs> on. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Togo's the best. Make sure everyone goes and watches the movie on Disney Plus on December 20th because Togo deserves it. And puppies. Yes. Yeah, keep puppies. And puppies. So, fluffer, fluffy and he's Okay, I saw the trailer. He's really, really cute in the trailer. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Little we have the trailer linked in the, sh- in the notes. So Perfect. So, puppies. for our who's it's and what's it's this episode, I'm going to stick with what's been working for me the past couple times. We are going to do some trivia. Trivia Yay! showdown between Carrie and Deanna. I'll get my phone. Yep. Yes, yes. And I kind of did it a little differently this time. And I got several questions. And the last one could potentially be worth like diff- varying numbers of points. So I'm trying to. Okay. Okay. Let's right. do this. So I've got a little scorekeeper mm-hmm. on my phone. <clears throat> in Tarzan, what is Jane's last name? Easy. Yep, both of you got it. It is Porter. <laughs> Very well like, done. Yeah. Last time they were they were too hard, so I'm trying to trying to be better. It took me a couple spot. seconds to remember. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Which Disney movie won the most Academy Awards? Do you want answer choices? I assume you do. Yeah. A. Pinocchio. B. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. C. Mary Poppins. D. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I actually don't know. She smiled. I think I got it wrong. (laughs) No. um, Actually, Carrie got it right. Yes, because she Um, won Best Actress, too! Yes, the, the oh, winningest one was Mary Poppins that won five Academy Awards. Deanna guessed 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which won two. Yeah. So oh, but she won. won. She also I was won. guessing for all the special effects, but yeah, then I was yeah. like, oh yeah, actor scored. It actually that, won yeah. for best visual effects. Very good call, Deanna. 
Um, yeah. The other two I had on my list both won multiples. Uh, Pinocchio also won Best Original Score, Best Original Song, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit won three with Best Film Editing, Best Sound Editing, and Best Visual Effects. Nice. Yeah, so. Cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. She still carries ahead by one. Yes, she is. As we come into, what was the name of Donald Duck's original love interest? Do you want answer choices? Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) I'm just sure. A. Debbie. B. Dolly. C. Donna. D. Dahlia. You are both wrong. <laughs> Good. Okay. Deanna guessed Dahlia and Carrie guessed Dolly. The correct answer is Donna. <laughs> okay. Donna. I didn't want to guess Debbie because I just, I didn't, it, it, it didn't seem right. Donna. Donna mm. Duck. Um, hmm. So no points there. What? Was the, what organization do Bernard and Bianca work for in The Rescuers? Uh, <laughs> she remembers. Um, she does remember. <laughs> the problem is, as I'm rolling the scene in my head, and I know I know it, I just can't. Yeah. They do have a song. They do. They do. And I'm I can I can see the people singing it. I can't hear it. I can't I can't believe I recalled that. I was like you never For know. me it's the song. Sure. But you gotta guess. Um <laughs> you can back off. She can edit the silence out. Mm-hmm. Oh, pizza. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think that's in the sequel. I was gonna yeah. say wrong movie. Um, it was cute same though. series. Wrong. <laughs> it's the same place. It's so weird. It's not the same place. That's not the restaurant. Whenever Bernard is gonna propose to Bianca, but like this, I met the same. But they're both in New York <laughs> still. I know it's basically the Mouse UN. <laughs> I'm so upset. I'm not gonna remember it. Okay. It's the something society or something. R E S C U E Rescue The Rescue society. society. Yeah. I knew it ended in society and that's all I could remember. So Yeah, Deanna got it. Carrie couldn't quite think of it this time. I was like, it's something something society. That means we're not all gonna tied get the up. rest. I'm tired. Coming into what was the title of the only Pixar movie to be cancelled? It was replaced with Inside Out. This one, there's not answer choices. You either know it or you don't. I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's all right. Kind of flat round for everybody. It was I, called. It Mute. might come to me. Oh, okay. Okay. It's called I, thought, I thought there was another one that got canceled. No, huh. this one was about two newts that were like the last of their species and they don't like each other. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Huh. But um, basically, the nah. original team got removed, and they oh. brought in the one I listed was canceled, but it wasn't Pixar. Mm. Huh. But um, they brought in someone new who didn't like the concept, and he said, "I've got a better idea for a movie." And they said, "Well, tell us." And he described Inside Out, and they said, "That is a better idea." 
Oh. So, so what's funny is um, it was canceled and it was by the same writer of Inside Out, the one that I said. That's funny. So, oh. yeah. But it wasn't Pixar. So. Okay. Um, what Disney film was beaten oh at the box office by Land Before Time? Same year? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, they were, they were head to head. I, I don't mean just ever. <laughs> I have two guesses. I don't know. I have mm, I have two that I'm really torn between, but I'm gonna go for it. Disney movie that was beaten at the box office by Land Before Time. Um, that's my guess. I can't think. It's kind of another throwaway round. Deanna said Aladdin, and Carrie said The Great Mouse Detective. It was Oliver and Company. I knew oh. it was the late eight. I knew it was yeah. the eighties. That 80s. was the same year. I couldn't think of the what year. What year was it? Time came out. That's the eighty. Yeah, yeah it was like eighty-eight. See, I knew it was late eighties, so I went with Great Mouse Detective. I actually I forgot about Oliver and Company. <laughs> I love Oliver and Company. I was thinking Black Cauldron or Great Mouse Detective. I was like, mm, Land Before Time was eighty-eight. La- I was like, Great Mouse. Sorry, uh, Land Before Time was later eighties than Black Cauldron came out, so I picked Great Mouse Detective. I do love Lame Before Time. Yeah, um, I actually knew that before because I read something or saw something once about somebody whose family took them to see this non-Disney movie instead of The Land Before Time. Excuse me, instead of, uh, instead of Oliver and Company. Disney. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Swap that around. But So, yeah. Uh, they both came out in November of 88. Alright, alright. Oh. So, we are still tied. And that is um, all of the regular questions. We're going to come into a bit of a tiebreaker round. Okay. I'm going to give each person six guesses. Oh, gosh. You can't, to name the six Disney characters on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Okay. The one with the most. We'll get that, you know, win, basically. I'm torn on my last one. Uh, Danny, you've already said six. You're done. Can I say more? No! I haven't seen any of them. Never been. I was there for like five minutes. But I just made a guess. I've seen pictures. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? Both Maybe of you tie? got four. keeps happening (laughs) oh man okay wait 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 are we the exact same ones that we got yes okay (laughs) tell us the exact same ones we got right and then we each get one more guess okay you both got donald duck mickey mouse Minnie mouse and Snow White. Okay. 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 My extras were Goofy and Chip and Dale. <laughs> My extra was Goofy too. Yeah, no, they didn't make it. On the Hollywood Walk of Fame, mm-hmm. we each get one more guess. I will give you a hint to try and throw you off in, in like a, a better direction. Okay. Neither of them were created by Disney. And neither of them were from a fairy tale. They were both from books. 
How many guesses are we getting? One. Okay. Uh, I guess that's no. my guess. <laughs> no, and no. No. <laughs> okay, so I think we're just going to call this whole thing a tie. Okay, what are the other two? <laughs> the two that are left are Winnie the Pooh. Oh, dang! Um, and Tinkerbell. Oh. Oh. I guess the genie. Yeah, and Deanna guessed Mary Poppins. So. Oh, good guess, good guess. Both mm-hmm. from books? I tried to guess, like... Like founders slash like ones that were kind of breakthrough mm-hmm. characters, like Snow White kind of started a thing. Mary Poppins was the first, like yeah, like Cinderella yeah. had been a good Cinderella guess. saved yeah. the studio, and that was one that yeah. I guessed on the first round. So, so mm. all good guesses, but I think we're just gonna have to end this round in a tie. We'll have to have a rematch next time. All right. Well, yeah, next time we come around to of us, course, too. of course. Yep. But with that. I think it's time that we get down to business. Let's get down, get down to, business. to business and rank and rank our favorite sequels. sequels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right so I'm first. starting. Yes. And this was hard. I had to make some rules. Yeah. Some of the rules I put in place for myself were that it needed to be a sequel of a Disney thing. Like, when I looked at, I was like, oh, there's some really good Marvel sequels, but they're not sequels of a Disney thing, you know? And then I was like, then I was like, oh, well, Star Wars. But it's like, okay, yeah, but it's Star Wars. And I don't even consider either of those universes. So I didn't pick either of those. those I included Pixar, but not those. Those are just some rules I kind of put in place for myself. Pixar is a little different, but um, it's also an animation studio. And they've been so closely teamed up for so long. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. That's kind of where I am. And honestly, I'm not... I don't feel like, yes, this is the perfect list. But here it is. Such as it is. Number four. The Incredibles 2. I saw this in theaters. It was really good. And they managed to kind of recapture the magic of the first one. And continue with a period piece that also showed a lot of, like, family love and learning about yourself. It was just really good. It was very cute. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I'm going to admit, though, after 15 years, I expected more. I know. Like, it's been it was years. good, but it was 15 years. 15 I know, but years that's not... too late. <laughs> like... <laughs> I still liked it a lot and I thought it, it was I thought it was one of the sequels that was the truest to the original material. I can agree mm-hmm. with that. I just feel that after all of the hubbub of I'm not going to make a sequel to Incredibles unless it's perfect, I expected it to be perfect. Yeah. It's like everything was great except the timing. <laughs> but this yeah. Fair enough. They just had to But like, it was make very good. I, don't don't go around saying that I hate Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. I don't need more no, of those. Well, you heard it from um, her. But I really I really loved a lot of what they did. I was just kind of like I expected more cuz I waited so long. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, you know, the hype of waiting. I get that, but it was a good movie. It was. So, that one. And then keeping up a recent theme, I guess. Prince Caspian. I really liked Prince Caspian. <laughs> I was very impressed with kind of the some of the directions they took this movie and even the places where they deviated from the source material I thought made for a really good movie. People got so mm. mad about some of those things. I'm like, just relax. It's a good movie. It was. 
And I uh, you just like Ben Barnes, admit it. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Hated the whole rest of the movie. <laughs> no. I wanted them to make a horse in his voice. I know. I, know. I love that book. Oh, Bree. Mm-hmm. Bree. Mm-hmm. That that book mm-hmm. is. I need to go back and reread those. Ooh. But anyway, I did read them, and I. So I do know where it deviated, and sometimes I can be a little petty about things like that too, but I enjoyed the movie so much that I couldn't be. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. we all know I can be, because I'll, I'll rant. But yeah, you're right. What they changed was good. So, uh, number two. And I kind of went back and forth a lot for this one. But I eventually mm-hmm. settled on Toy Story 2. Oh. Because I couldn't decide which one from this whole franchise I was going to pick. Because there were, they were all solid movies. They were all mm-hmm. solid, you're right. But I went with two because it's always the one I think of when I think of a movie that's better, a sequel that's better than the original. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people don't agree with that, but... It holds its own. Hmm? It holds its own. It does. And I, you know, kind of prefer it to the original but that's just me that's i don't think it's wrong to prefer the original but i it was a good movie and it kind of reinforced that whole idea of feeling special versus being connected with people that care about you Mm -hmm. so it was very good and for you know a franchise that had a lot of amazing movies i still feel like it stood out solid characters and just Mm -hmm. you know a whole good feeling about it. I'm and really uh-huh. torn on what your for number one is going to be. I have no idea. Do you have a guess? I have one guess, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to like say how you it. said that. Do you have a guess? I have <laughs> one guess, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Tell me. I'll react if it's right. <laughs> My number one is the rescuers down under. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know it. It's such a good sequel. It's better than the original. It really is. It <laughs> is. And like, it's got amazing characters. You really, you know, you love Bernard and Bianca and you feel bad for poor Bernard and his like attempts yeah. to, to um, you know, um, propose. And, and let's of- face it, Cody was so much better than the, I don't even remember her name in the original. Um... Is it Penny? Yeah. Was it Penny? Yeah. 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 Cody was awesome. In villain. The yeah. original Rescuers was kind of creepy. It was. And so I didn't like it when I was a kid. And mind you, there were parts of the Rescuers down under that were very creepy. The whole part with the crocodiles. Oh my goodness. It scared mm-hmm. me as a kid. And George More C. Thrilling, Scott as a villain. Yeah. yeah yes. Mm. Just bravo, Disney. Such a good movie. But yeah, they had a really, you know, an interesting like setting that's not used that much in um, movies, especially animated movies. And they got to show mm-hmm. like the different wildlife in the area. And it was just really good. It was so much more exciting. And you got to actually, you know, it was just, I liked it a lot. Oh, yes. didn't want to ride on a golden eagle after Right? That. I so did. And look at that scale, oh. that whole just like. The landscapes, the whole visuals mm. of in flight. It was amazing. I wanted to believe eagles were that big. I was like, 
in Australia, they're well, huge. <laughs> you know that scene in Harry Potter where he's riding Buckbeak and it's like supposed to be this really epic scene. I'm sitting there as a kid going, Rescuers down under did it better. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm, seen better. Drink it, sipping a butterbeer. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, so I don't know. It was just a really, really good sequel and I love it. I want to watch it now. <laughs> okay, now here's here's before we do mine because I'm pretty sure I'm next, right? Uh, if we go in our typical order, like if we forget Frozen, yes, and that's what happened. I would go next because okay. previous hosts would Is go last. Is it best sequel or favorite sequel? Favorite. Okay, now I'm good with my list. But sometimes the same thing. Sometimes yeah. it's the same thing. Okay, so that means me. So my number four favorite sequel is i went with ralph breaks the internet i know the like plot was kind of weird but i just enjoyed it so much like um it's favorite yeah it's favorite it was fun i really liked it as a sequel like i was that was when i was expecting it to be kind of like a not great sequel like most sequels are but i actually really liked it it was like about the same that i liked the original so i was like yeah this is fun it had its moments so, of really being really funny moments. but then there was parts where i was like oh come on you could have done better like but there was a lot of yeah. great stuff yeah not perfect but i i thought it was yeah. fun and i enjoyed it, is it. Fun. um my number three none of y'all have picked i mean i've only gone so far so you don't know what I'm um you'll you'll know what i'm talking about my number three is Fantasia oh, yes. 2000. Oh, yeah. All right, fair <laughs> enough. See, I know you guys. Um, I, I really like this one because it was kind of had like new animation styles and things. And one of the reasons I picked it also was when I saw it, it I saw it in one of those dome theaters. That's so cool. like it was all like around. It was like super IMAX almost. So it was like all around you and you're watching the part music piece i can't remember the name of it but it's the one with the whales they're like all swimming and stuff and there's a little baby whale that kind of goes off by himself mm-hmm. and then he finds they like fly up in the air and all this like majestic cool stuff i just really love that scene um and yeah it just had to like a mix of animation styles that was really cool because they had some 2d stuff that was real kind of art deco looking and then they had like the newer animation styles and they had a bunch of different things in it. Um, I thought it was a, a good tribute and I love the end, um, the firebird suite where they have mother nature and then it's like Mount St. Helens erupts and the firebird comes and destroys everything. And then like everything comes back to life and it's just gorgeous animation. And it's one of those things that's like, it's underrated because it's just music to it's like just music videos with no lyrics but i really love it and like the imagery that they add to classical music pieces that you normally wouldn't listen to i just really love having that visual aspect added to it um but yeah so that movie had some of my favorite like classical music pieces that i'm like oh that's this part in that movie um but yeah then my number two for similar reasons that Corey mentioned, it's going to be Toy Story 2. Because yeah. I do like this one. Like, out of, if I had to pick, I really love the original Toy Story. But out of it, like, its next few movies that came out, I really like the second one. Um, yeah, I love, like, the introduction of Jesse and Bullseye and, like, Woody trying to figure out where he belongs and, like, the things that 
the toys went through and it kind of played to like the whole collector's thing where like people are trying to collect these like toys but it's like they just want to be played with or like they just want to be cared for I'm just like that's so sweet um and just I don't know it was just a really interesting aspect of toys that they turned into like a relatable thing for humans um yeah I really like Toy Story 2 and my number one which I didn't realize this was a sequel but obviously it is until I looked at a list, is Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> I love this movie so much. I watched this all the time as a kid. We used to do this thing where, like, because in the beginning of the movie, it's like it starts like far away from something, it and then it's like running. Yeah, it's like running towards where Cody lives. And oh, every well, time me and my hurry. siblings would watch it, we'd stand in front of the TV and run in place. Oh my God, that's cute. <laughs> we're like, we're like, we're running. Remember watching it senior year and we kept texting. You remember? We kept texting. Sh- sure. Josh Stafford. We kept texting Josh. Yes. Like, did you know there was a razor back in my truck? And he was like, because there's a razor back in there's my truck. <laughs> We called him one time when you and I were hanging out or something, yes. and we're like, did you know there was a Razorback yes. in my truck? And you're like, pea soup! And then he was like, pea soup! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's one of those, like, it's, like, kind of forgotten, underrated. It but really is. It's amazing. But it's We need beautiful. to do an episode on it. It's the animation's just stunning. It's just great cat. Like, it's good. And Joanna. Yeah. Joanna the Goanna. Like, come on. Joanna. And Frank, get the keys. Frank, the keys. I, I have to say, Joanna is a whole moon. Frank, <laughs> get on the box. <laughs> oh, the animals are great. Yeah. Like, I love the jail scene so much. So like, they're good. trying to get Frank. Frank, you can fit through the things. Go over here. Get the keys. It's a like... lovely lady's purse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so good. I'm going to, yeah. We need to do that. Might be that. need to be our movie yep. next week. Yep. <laughs> I want to watch it now. I already picked for next week, but oh. we will definitely do this at some. Carrie's point. like, well, okay. when I get to pick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, my turn. My I wonder number- what Carrie's number one is. <laughs> <laughs> my number four is Prince Caspian. Ooh, because Corey was on this kick of reminding me of movies that I had forgotten about. And I did love this movie. I don't want to say I liked it more than The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. But at least as much. Like, it was hmm. a very solid sequel. I completely love the messages in it. I love everything that they did. It was wonderful. We already talked about it. So I'm not going to go too much more into it. Um, my num- Now, I, I clarified best versus favorite. And this is favorite. Yes. So my number three mm-hmm. is The Rescuers Down Under. Oh. Uh, fantastic movie. If we were going by sheer quality, it'd be my one or two. But we're going by favorite. And while I love The Rescuers Down Under, I know I watched other ones more as a kid and loved them mm-hmm. more as a kid. Uh, maybe because I was a kid and didn't have the amount of appreciation that I should for this film. But I, ha- I have great amounts of appreciation now. No. But it's a favorite. Mm-hmm. Just to clarify, this is yes. your favorite now, now, not your favorite as a child. So I'm sticking with okay, it. that's fair. I'm just saying. I actually haven't seen the rescuers down under in a very long time. We're doing what our hearts tell it's us. What our hearts tell us. <laughs> but rescuers down under quality, super quality. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. My number yep. two, despite its flaws, is Lion King two. <laughs> <laughs> 
it brings back original casting. It has songs that were in the Broadway musical and then put into this one. It's just, mm-hmm. it's great. Yes, there are definite flaws. I'll admit this, but I watched this, I, I wore this tape out. I loved this movie. <laughs> I really yeah. liked it. I mean, um, like, for that movie, I feel like it goes, like, returning cast, original Broadway songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it just, it's got this amazing list of all these quality things. And then the other column is Andy Dick. Andy Dick. <laughs> Which is why it's <gasps> number two and not number one. Because <laughs> dang you, we've, we've gone on about Andy Dick before. Yeah, it, this movie is not. The casting number- directors have no choice of like, like can't, it, can't tell what's going on. It, come on, guys, <laughs> that's the only reason. Um, like I, I, I think I sang the Corey. You know that if I said one word, you Deception, can't help it. Disgrace <laughs> and outrage. <laughs> like, <For> shame. <laughs> I'm gonna have that stuck Evil in my head. Thank as you. Plain as the scar on his face. Okay, that song hit it so hard. (laughs) Like, to this day, all I have to do is deception. And, like, we'll just start singing it. And see, she did it again because she can't help it. She did it quietly. (laughs) She couldn't help it. She had to do it. Yes, for trouble the moment he came. I can keep going, oh. but I'm not. So yeah, Lion King two. It's just wonderful. Um, it's another one of those straight to uh, straight to VHS that really could have been better. Um, but as it was, it was solid, and I loved it. And it continued on with the whole kind of Shakespeare theme of first one was Hamlet, this one's Romeo and Juliet. So excellent. And my number one is Toy Story two. <laughs> oh. It had to be. Corey knew it. If it wasn't Rescuers Down Under, it had to be Toy Story 2. I love Toy Story 2. I had the soundtrack. I had a Bullseye doll. I had a Jesse doll. I loved it. It is my go-to on the sequels better than the original. It's so good. And of course, other people are like, but what about this? I'm like, but those are kind of continuations of the original. And this one just is like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't really say that the sequels of Star Wars are better because for some reason those feel like... The same you know story. I mean? It's more that's an episodic yeah, film thing. It's is, not really a sequel. Yeah, it, it's Lord a of the sequel, Rings. But, I can't really call the right. other two sequels because they were all filmed at once and it was just a matter it, of editing when goes what. Like none of them can stand is, alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this this movie is a true sequel in my mind, and so it's my go-to on sequel. It's better than the original. I love Jesse. I loved her so much as a kid. I like I said, I I listened to the soundtrack a ton as a child. Um, I just loved it, and it's it's great, and it's still it's it stands up there still. So Toy Story two, very cool, nice. So I think that kind of makes Rescuers and Toy Story two are top, uh, yeah. kind of tied. But Rescuers got two number ones so, and a three. I'm, Toy Story got no number ones, a one and two twos. So I'm, I'm gonna, fine with Rescuers Down Under being one. I'm gonna say it needs okay, to be Rescuers cool. Down Under number one. It was two out of three. It was the number one, mm-hmm. and I'm totally okay with that. So I think that leaves us with the Rescuers Down Under number one, Toy Story two number two, Prince Caspian number three, and we don't have mm-hmm. a number four. Right. I considered Incredibles and Lion King two. I did not consider Incredibles. I think 
Fantasia. I was, <laughs> I was literally about to say I think we should um, let Deanna have this one and make it Fantasia 2000. Which one has the best Rotten Tomato score? <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes knows uh, nothing. We know this. What, it's not going to be it's Lion King tainted. <laughs> I know. I know. My poor, I, my poor movie. I think we've done everyone's one, two, and three except for Deanna, and we need to give her Fantasia 2000. Okay. You know what? I've never seen it. I've seen parts of it. It's fine. Never seen it. It's seen just the- not to my taste. <laughs> I think One of I these could- days, I'm going to sit y'all down and tie you to a chair and put Fantasia in front of you. I think if I could watch it in one of those dome theaters like you were talking about, kind of like mm-hmm. how you can like see like constellation shows and stuff like that, I yeah. think I'd like that, actually. I think I'd yeah, be with that. It was really cool. And and honestly, seeing them in theaters is a lot better, too, because you can hear, like, like, I saw they did, like, an anniversary thing of the original Fantasia at the Draft House, mm-hmm. and I went to see it, and you could hear, like, because um, they have Beethoven's Fifth, I think, where it's like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, but you'd hear it, like, on one side of the room, um, and then you'd hear it on the other side, well, so it was, it's really wait, cool to see it in theaters. If you wait until next year, they might do a 20th anniversary of Fantasia 2000. Mm-hmm. <gasps> maybe they will i'll go see it but uh yeah it was i cried this is how into fantasia i am with that music it's just like it makes me emotional i saw anyway. part of it once on a bus so that's really not the <laughs> the best viewing experience but yeah um you know i can understand where people like it it's just not my thing yeah i want to throw one there are more... many things in this world that are not for everyone but i want to throw yeah. one more thing out there because I wanted to put another movie on my list, and I eventually mm-hmm. ended up making it my honorable mention. So I just want to give a very quick shout out to what is not exactly a quality movie, but I loved very much <laughs> growing up. Homeward Bound Two. <laughs> I was I wondering that'd be on Homeward her. Bound Two. It's not great, but I loved it. It still has a very fond place in my heart. Sassy saving that kitten from that house. I know. Just. And what is, oh, what is her name? Delilah. Delilah. I just reminded that hound dog is always Delilah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I also want to give an honorable mention to mine, which was Aladdin 3. (laughs) What, not 2? That's the King of Thieves. Yeah. King of Thieves was so much better than 2. And you know it. (laughs) Robin Williams it's came been back. A long Are you time. kidding? It's only second rate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Latin <laughs> jokes. Oh, I had yes. a, I had a response to that, but then my brain went and just like uh, yeah. I did like I watched King of Thieves a lot. I watched King of Thieves a lot as a kid. It was good. Anyway, sorry, uh, but that does bring us to our final list of. Number four, Fantasia 2000. Number three, Prince Caspian. Number two, Toy Story 2. And number one, The Rescuers Down Under. If you have not Yay. seen it, go watch it. It, it is, is real so good. good. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go watch it right Disney now. Plus and watch it. You know, as a kid, I watched that one and didn't even know that The Rescuers was a prequel. Until... I watched this one so much more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like I forgot, I forgot things that were in the original Rescuers because I'd seen it maybe like once before or something. Clearly, or around the same time. I did too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess I will let you guys know what we're doing next. Yeah, week. what we doing? 
So the movie for next week is, which is kind of funny because we mentioned this character earlier, Tinkerbell. Hey! The Disney Toon film. I haven't seen it. (laughs) I haven't seen it. Good. It's really cute. Um, it's got a really good story. Um, and yeah, it's about the origins of Tinkerbell or what this this like Disney's version of where Tinkerbell came from. And she has other fairy friends. Um, yeah, it's really cute. I like them, and I've seen some of the other movies too, and I enjoyed watching those as well. So, um, and so that will lead us into what our top four is which is similar to this one, but a bit different, is we're going to do top four Disney series. series. Oh, I already know number one. Like a so, no, I don't. There's all good ones in the 90s. So too. I'm going to keep it to Pixar and Disney. So like okay. you can do like Disney, like um, Disney live action toy, like not toy. Uh, Toy Story is a option, but yeah, but not like Touchdown. Pixar and like Disney oh, animation. You don't mean TV show but series, film series, like franchises, film like franchises. like a film franchise that has like three or more videos. So if it's a trill, if it has three of them, it counts. Okay. So if there's like a third, then oh. and you like the series as a whole, Shrek. <laughs> no. <laughs> um but we're not gonna do star wars or marvel because marvel is just all of it um yeah. and star wars is also kind of its own yeah thing it's, it can stay in its little um universe what about indiana jones did no i'm gonna say no because it wasn't produced by a Fair disney th- like so like disney studios Ew. makes like like pirates. No, 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 that's count. fair. I just wanted to get it out there. Yeah. Uh but you have to like as a whole you like it. There may be cool. a, a movie that you're not a fan of, but as a whole you like this yeah. film series. Collectively. Okay. Collectively. And it's it. not you can't include TV series. Where that would make it too hard. So we could do no. TV as a different one, but I feel like film right. is more okay. more people will have heard of the films. So. We are going to watch Tinkerbell. Hit or miss. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to watch Tinkerbell and we're going to rank our top four Disney film franchises. Yeah. Or films, um, serial films. Okay. <laughs> so three or more movies in the series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they haven't made a film about serial yet. <laughs> <laughs> there is a podcast, though. Anyway, um, so um, join us next week for that. Uh, before then, you can give us a shout on Facebook at Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust Podcast. You can email at for, um, <clears throat> firstgeek411 at gmail.com. Tweet at FTPD underscore podcast. You can tweet at Carrie at sparkle underscore fists, me at spilled X water, or at Deanna790 for Deanna. Um, so join us next week for that. Mm-hmm. That's all we have. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye.